everybody it is Tuesday and <laughs> it is uh, September 15th 2020 which is uh, tax day if you have uh, a US corporation on extension by the way uh, if you're a calendar year filer which is like 90 something percent uh, and patient zero is already asking already trolling what who does Neil want to get McPhotoshopped on <laughs> I don't know so uh, important things I actually pressed the record button this time so I will actually be able to post a replay, unlike last week, where I forgot to hit the report, record button and didn't realize it till the end of the show. So, uh, Patient Zero has decided what he's going to Photoshop me with. Uh, you know, pa Patient Zero has, has a terrible habit of shipping me with other people. Uh, so, he thought that Crim, Crimson Clad and I were business partners. Uh, we are not. Uh, we don't run a witness or anything. She does have a partner. It's just not me. And uh, the other night it was something, um, I can't remember, it was late. So don't trust anything from patients here, basically. Uh, but yeah, so if, if you're listening uh, to the replay and or uh, somewhere else on the live stream, you know, because we're on, we are on 3Speak, we are on Theta, we are on Vim, and there might be another, uh, we're, on the, we're on the website, msvwaves.com. Um, so, you know, if you're watching there, you know, you can always jump in the Discord during the live show to, to interact and see all the nonsense <laughs> that we go through. Uh, we got a few people in the Discord. We got Red Pill One, we got Flowey, we got Qua, Brother Qua, we got Jarvi, Rondon, producer extraordinaire. Tony Montana is in the house. And, you know, it's early, so, you know, people tend to filter in throughout the hour. So, well, welcome. It's Monster Mavericks, where we talk about all things Splinterlands updates, market action, uh, strategy sometimes, and, uh, and all the rest. So there is a bunch of stuff. There's a lot of changes over this past week because uh, today was the end of previous season, which I think was 45. Uh, check on that. And beginning of a new season. And the big news, of course, is the collection power update. So phase three is officially live. It they launched it about three hours ago and so the website looks a little different uh, but before we get into all that i did want to make my my usual announcements about other things that are going on in the splinterlands world just services you need to be aware of uh, gerber and i have our deck 101 uh, service which is where you send your unwanted cards uh, instead of burning them you send them to deck 101 you get 101% of the burn value, so it's better than burning, and uh, you know it's it's automatic, instantaneous, all that kind of stuff. Somewhat related, we have Deck 404. So Deck 404 is the is the account rental service. We've got a bunch of players who are wanting to play. We need account owners or card owners to delegate to uh, to accounts in order to make that whole uh, thing work. So if you have idle cards that you want to uh, make a make a yield on, 
then you know deck 404 is the place to do that oh paco limited has just joined us paco limited did the graphics for my uh for my intro thing uh is my is the volume low or is it just me let's check my levels uh testing one two three maybe a little bit low uh well let's see what other people think because it's it's not any different from previous weeks so if other people complain i can bump it up a little bit um so that is that's deck 101 that's deck 404 uh, other things i just wanted to to share oh i'm talking quietly all right let's bump it up uh, properties no filters uh no i want advanced audio increased volume testing one two three how about now I don't know. Uh, uh, oh, I found the wrong thing. <laughs> That's why. Let's bump this up to, I don't know, five decibels or so. All right. We'll give that a shot. I'm in the red or orange, whatever it is. Sounds good. Okay, great. Uh, so, yeah, so th those are standard Splinterland services. I also want to make you guys aware of the... The Trump Biden game. We had some some evolutions uh, this past week. So Agrid was um, <laughs> was harping on me, and he says we need uh, a third option. So instead of just voting for Trump or, or you know bidding for Trump or bidding for Biden, we need a an other. And <laughs> so uh, I I created a new token to add to the game called Nobody. And nobody just means that it's not Trump and not Biden. So if Kamala Harris, you know, slips some poison to, to Joe Biden, takes over the nomination and then wins the election and is sworn in, then, then that's a nobody win. If the, the election is contested and it devolves into civil war, nobody's sworn in on January 20th, 2021, then that's a nobody wins. And so technically it just means other wins or just other uh, but I, I, I like the idea of nobody wins because, you know, in such a scenario, I don't think any of us are going to end up winning. Uh, Krim is in the house and Akili is in, is in the chat as well. Welcome, welcome. Uh, nobody ran for office in New Hampshire. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> I published the updated, uh, I update the updated odds on, on, on Hive. And let me see if I can actually find that post real quick. Because <laughs> people were going nuts over the fact that so Gerber has three or has eight nobody tokens and uh, if you do the math on it which I did uh, you'll see that like if nobody wins his eight uh, his eight tokens are going to pay out like 2800 swapped out hive or something like that so uh, <laughs> some people were commenting damn you Gerber watch Gerber takes this one Gerber WTF. <laughs> I was just testing to see if it displayed on the bot. Uh, but yeah, so uh, so yeah, with, with eight nobody tokens at the moment, he would win 1,987 swapped out hive. Uh, so if you want that outside option, or maybe you just want some insurance on your on your position, then you know buy a couple nobody tokens. And uh, a bunch of people were asking about the dynamics of all that. So cell walls so i've got you know i made a million tokens of each type and uh they're all for sale for one swap.hive each so 
Uh, you buy it on on High Vision. Um, copy link. There you go, Flowey. So that uh, that's the market you go to, and so those those sell orders that are, have the have the million sell wall are going to disappear on election night, and after that it'll be freely trading. You can buy or sell whatever you want. Um, I my guess is that as the night goes on and the the returns come in then people will start to shift their preferences and try to sell. Like if, if, if they're holding Biden wins and it looks like Biden is not going to win, they'll sell for whatever they can. Uh, and, and other people will buy in the hopes that eh, maybe he pulls it around. You know, maybe California comes in and turns the whole thing around. Um, so, you know, I expect the, the, the market values to fluctuate quite a bit on election night. If things go past election night, then... Uh, you know, there's going to be a lot more action in the market uh, because the, uh, you know, the, the probabilities will alter dramatically with each news development. So, you know, this is still very early days in the game. In, uh, we already have 3200 uh, or 3230 uh, swapped out hive in the game. So it, it's fun. Uh, it's a way to actually profit from your politics. Uh, sorry for about the clicking. I've got uh, one of my VAs is messaging me. In Slack, but uh, but yeah, so check that out. The other thing to be aware of is the Wrapped Leo launch party, which is coming up in two days. So today is Tuesday. On Thursday, around about uh, I don't know twelve thirty or one. I don't have the exact time handy, but uh, we're gonna have a launch party with uh, a Leo roundtable, and uh, we're gonna make uh, you know Wrapped Leo live, and we're gonna be going through the whole the whole jazz of setting up the market and uh hopefully getting it onto uniswap if we have enough uh, liquidity there and uh you know just inviting everybody to that because if you've been paying attention uh and i hope i hope you have the the market for leo has just been you know going crazy so somebody messaged me uh, a couple of days ago asking if uh if day trading <coughs> splinterlands cards uh was a viable idea and I said, mm, I don't think so. Uh, reason being that for day trading, you need price volatility. So, I mean, Splinterlands has volume. You know, it does five grand a day in the market sales, uh, sometimes 10, sometimes more. And uh, that's split up amongst, you know, uh, 450 card types, you know, between gold foils and, and regular foils. And so each one of those is, is its own market, which makes it really hard uh, to get any appreciable price volume on any one card on top of that uh you know when they do sell generally you just don't have a whole lot of, of volatility i mean they're selling for around the same price uh so you know it's it's difficult to make that work for a day trade you could do you could do speculations over longer terms uh certainly cause, you know like i have my alpha cards that i bought for you know three pennies and they're now worth three dollars so you know that works out uh, but uh, that took two years to develop. And again, there's no volume there. It's very hard to actually sell. So, um, so you know, then he asked me, it's like, well, you know, if that's not going to work, what do you think is the best way to, to day trade on, on Hive assets, just in general? And I told him, it's like, well, Leo, the, the token, is the, um, is the uh, most active uh, token. And you can see in this chart here that, you know, it's it's moving like a lot. So like on that on that one day with the with the really big wick that that broke, you know, uh, one one hive per Leo, 
it, the low was was uh, 0.60 and the high was 1.09 or 1.10 really. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's almost 100% uh, volatility uh, that day. So, you know, that's that's the kind of thing you need for, for day trading. You need prices moving up and down and it's been moving up and down, uh, it, you know, leading into this uh, into this wrapped Leo uh, plan. So, uh, you know, I was saying, oh, that's the thing to day trade. And, you know, the market is, uh, is even now, is pretty thin. But, um, you know, it's definitely one of the more more active ones um, on, on Hive Engine. So, you know, I, I actually transferred over about 3,000 Hive uh, yesterday or the day before when I saw uh, that, you know, a down candle. And I was like, well, I, if I, <laughs> it was about... It was about 70 or 0.70 swapped out hive for um, you know per leo and i was like well if i if i if i put all this in at the market then it's going to drive the price up back to one so the you know the more sensible trader you know i bought a little bit waited for for sell orders to come back in bought a little bit more wait for sell orders to come back in bought a little more i eventually did did use it up but i couldn't do it all in one go just because there's not enough liquidity in the market got to be kidding me with all these notifications all right let's disable audio there let's disable audio there all right uh hopefully that'll reduce things so so yeah that that is the thing to day trade and with the with the wrapped leo uh implementation going live on thursday then we're going to see a lot more a lot more volume on Hive Engine as well because there's going to be arbitrage uh, that's that's going to be occurring as prices in the two different markets diverge. So, you know, if you, if you're looking at day trade, that's that's the jam right now. And so, that was my recommendation to that to that player as well. I don't know if he followed up on it or not, but uh, <laughs> but you know, all I can do is provide the info. And uh, you know, if you guys. Uh, are around <laughs> WTF PZ so patient zero has now shopped my face on the crims uh, uh, I don't know it's not a selfie it's uh, it's a picture of her flexing behind her microphone and uh, just horrible anyway <laughs> So, you know, MSP Waves has, has a bunch of shows, and last night was Rondon's show, Clown World. It ended up being Booze and Banjos for a while, and then a little bit of Clown World, and uh, a bunch of us got on the mic. So, Ron was trying to pitch uh, this show to LP Faust, who hosts uh, Ejaculation on Friday nights. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, LP was just like, yeah, it's just not my thing, you know, he's trying to, trying to make a defense. But Ron was, Ron was making making solid efforts. He was trying to explain that, you know, yes, it's about Splinterlands, which is a trading card game, but it's also about so much more. You know, we talk about markets, we, you know, we bring in other, other issues. Um, so, you know, if you listen to Agrod, one of the things he talks about with Splinterlands is that when, when crypto moves and people sitting on, you know, 10,000 hive are feeling richer, then there's going to be, you know, to borrow a term from Bernanke, there's going to be a wealth effect with that. And people are going to spend, it's like, oh, that card is, you know, four dollars. That's like, you know, half a hive. Sure, I'll I'll will spend half half of my one half of one hive on this particular uh, card. So uh, prices in hive terms will go down, but prices in 
uh, U.S. dollars can go up at the same time. So considering the base of Spinalance is in U.S. dollars, then that, that provides a lot of opportunity. So even when crypto moves, right? So the people who are in Leo, uh, you know, if we get a nice move upward because of the microcap structure uh, that Leo has, uh, you know, when it starts trading on Ethereum, then, um, you know, we might see some of that as well. Uh, coming back into Swinglands. Not 100%, certainly, but some. Because, you know, if if you could, let, let's say you're th you have 1,000 Leo, that 1,000 Leo right now is worth um, about 100 bucks. If that 100 bucks becomes 1,000 bucks uh, in a very short amount of time, you could, you could say, hey, you know, it's possible that you're going to lose some of that $1,000, you know, if things go up fast, a lot, sometimes they come down fast. And so if you want to lock in some of those gains and you want to start earning returns, then maybe you should take some of that and buy some Flutterlands cards and, and go through the, through the whole, uh, the whole gamut of, you know, renting cards or playing yourself and earning dark energy crystal yields or, um, just, you know, buying dark energy crystal straight, you know, all these kinds of things. Uh, so we might, we might see a, a mini wealth effect from Raplio, maybe highly speculative, but, uh, but there it is. Um, we did want to touch on some, some collection power stuff, but before we get to that, I wanted to point out two things that I, that I, what, one that I knew about that was, uh, was the Wombat wallet. And there's also a new option, which I did not know about until recently. So if you, if you log out of Splinterlands and you go to the login screen, uh, Swoop wants to be my co-host, not a chance. <laughs> Uh, so if you, if you go to the login screen, uh, you can log in with Keychain, which is the normal uh, Hive uh, interface application, or you can log in with Wax, which we've had for a while. We can log in with Wombat now, and Wombat was, was uh, promoting Splinterlands on Twitter, I saw, and probably some other places, and Agron said they got 440-something signups uh, in one day, so that's nice. And, uh, but then there's also MetaMask. So this was totally new. I had no idea that you could log in with MetaMask now and, uh, you know, actually use your Ethereum account to bridge over to Hive and play Splinterlands. So, uh, you know, they haven't done much uh, marketing on that, but it's, you know, I think that's actually a great, uh, a, a great integration. So, you know, the more and more we can be game and less and less Hive crypto token game, uh, the better. So I'm all, I'm all for, you know, integrations with these other chains and these other technologies to bring, to, to make it available to those, to those use, to those users in those other communities, because the name of the game is, well, the name is Splinterlands, but <laughs> the name of the game is user growth. So, uh, Rondon, I, I would, I would bring you on as a co-host if you want, you can jump in, uh, you know, but, but swoop, 100% no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so collection power. Collection power is live now, phase three, which means the, um, which means we have the separate leaderboards. Because, you know, at the end of last season, we were seeing people who were in the Silver League, you know, who had battled each other over and over again, you know, inflating their, their rank. They were showing up in the in the uh, overall leaderboard. So the, uh, so Splinterlands came out with this post uh, yesterday, 
<laughs> Ron's too hungover to, to be co-host. Uh, so this was their end of season update. Uh, they were saying that, uh, so in the meantime, we want to address the leaderboard prizes for the current season. While we will be releasing separate leaderboards for each league with the updated schedule this Tuesday, which is today, the current leaderboard is intended for champion league players only. The fact that it's showing players from lower leagues who have been able to reach champion one level ratings is an unintended side effect of the recent collection power changes. So, uh, unintended, I, okay, sure, but, I mean, as soon as they announced the previous change, I actually, you know, I and others were commenting that, yeah, this is an obvious exploit. So, I, you know, the fact that they didn't address it then is, you know, whatever. Um, it would not be fair, nor is it intended, that players who were facing much weaker competition in lower leagues are able to take leaderboard rewards from the Champion League players. So for this season, we will be we will only consider players who have played in Champion League for the majority of the season in the leaderboard rankings. The Splitline's website will be updated to reflect this change as well before the end of the season. Blah blah blah. Okay. So so yeah, people who thought they were going to be able to sneak one over on on the Splinterlands devs uh, were mistaken. But there was a weird <laughs> and hilarious <laughs> uh, counter exploit that was that was made, and it talks about in this next paragraph here. Additionally, there were a few players who were pushed into a higher league due to having received unwanted card delegations during the season. It should never be the case that one player can directly affect another player's league or otherwise cause negative effects via in-game actions. This issue will be fixed with the changes on Tuesday, as players will now be able to choose whether or not to move up to the next league. But we take full responsibility for it and the negative experience a small number of players received as a result during this during the current season, if anyone affected by this issue would like to discuss it further, we encourage you to reach out to Yabamat on the Splinterlands Discord server after the release on Tuesday. So if you were one of those, if you were one of those people who got an unwanted delegation that bumped you up into a higher league so that your your exploit didn't work as well, then you can talk to Yabba. <laughs> uh, so uh, so yeah, that's that was that was last season. Now last season is now over. Um, so now, in order to advance to a higher league, you have to have the collection power, you have to have the rating, and you have to actually click the button to choose to uh, to advance to that next league. So you can you can battle, battle, battle in silver and not advance to gold as much as you want, and that's going to depend on uh, the new the new leaderboard uh, rewards. So uh, that is. Uh, the collection power update, which is uh, here in this post. <laughs> uh, everybody's trolling spreadsheets in space. Yeah, that, that's what everything's about. Okay, so uh, basically the, the update is League Leaderboards. And, uh, you know, so I'm in... If I log in here, I am in, you know, the leader rewards category for for champion there and if I check out one of my other accounts let's see what can I what account can I log into that'll have that'll be lower uh, let's find uh, do I have this one on keychain let's find out can't see it in the stream ah transition thanks for the heads up there we go. So let's log in there. Oh, 
I don't have that one in keychain. Uh, let's pick one of the NASCAR uh, accounts. So no, I have that one. Awards available. That's because we haven't done distributions yet on deck 404. Okay, let's close out of all that. Leaderboard. So if I so this is a silver account. Yeah, I'm in silver two right now. But the leader rewards is still showing the hundred, um, the hundred, you know, top prize. So what I am not seeing is the individual league leaderboard, and that I think needs to be fixed. Uh, so the leaderboard itself is oh, that's interesting. So this is showing bronze league. Uh, leaderboard it, and this is a silver account so uh, you know I don't know if these numbers are going to remain accurate because to pay out a hundred uh, packs on a on a bronze level account is just craziness <laughs> you know it's instantly going from bronze to gold or something like that so I, I think these will be changed in the near future and hopefully uh, that is that is taken into account because paying up paying that much to to those um, those accounts will be just way over rewarding because you know why battle and champion for 100 if you can drop down to silver and get get 100. Uh, Paul saying do a refresh all right we'll try refresh. Uh, yep. Leaderboard. Close all that. Refresh. Qua's gonna hack my account. Oh here we go all right good idea good idea on the refresh so that now we're looking at uh, now we're looking at um, silver rewards of 20, 15, 10, 5, 5. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. And you know these numbers are going to change because the chances that they got them right the first time is pretty low. Um, oh, here we go. And now we're getting league leaderboards. Yeah. You know. I tell my wife all the time when she says something's not going to say, turn it off, turn it back on. I, you know, refreshing the web page is the same as, as turning it off and turning it back on. I should have done that first. So we got bronze reward, top place is 15 packs, silver is 20 packs, gold is 30 packs, diamond is 50. So diamond's interesting because basically it's the same as champion, uh, but it's easier. So we might see a lot more competition in diamond. And then champion is 100 packs. So, you know, we'll see how all that progresses and, and how people adapt their strategy to, uh, to the different uh, amounts. Uh, let's see if we're getting refresh on leagues. So, yeah, the diamond, diamond leagues are still having max summoners. Uh, and the... Um, you know, some people have been saying, well, diamond should be dropped to level 7 summoners for rare instead of level 8. Uh, but to date, that has not happened. So, you know, we'll see how this goes. Uh, you know, a lot of people are complaining that it becomes pay to win. And uh, it kind of does. So, you know, you have to have the cards to win. But I don't think that's any different. Uh, did I see Clyde's post complaining about the update? I saw one a week or so ago. I haven't seen one recently. But, uh, but yeah, it's the same complaint. It's, you know, if, basically, if I, can, if I can compete in champion with silver level cards, then I should be able to. It's like, well, uh, I understand that point, but at the same time, you know, 
different different leagues are for different players. So, you know, I don't think it's a valid criticism. The only reason that has worked is because there was an inherent uh, inflation in the rating system over time, where you know you had this minimum ten uh, gain, but but a, like a minimum three loss. So. Uh, you know that over time, you know the accounts go higher and higher and higher. The resets go higher and higher and higher after each season. Uh, so then you end up with all the car, all the players up in champion, which is uh, a little bit ridiculous. So uh, that combined with the fact that there there isn't enough, there aren't enough players to to really have full fledged leagues in each league is what has led to all that. So you're saying Clyde's a bitch, basically, yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, so you have to have the cards in order to play at top levels. And whether you own the cards or whether you have access to the cards through rentals or, uh, or if you, uh, you know, do like a, a split account where somebody puts up the cards and you play and you split the revenues, you know, those are all different ways to get to the top levels. Revised Sociology is saying, so with a million power, can I choose to stay in Diamond? Yes, you can. Uh, you can choose to stay exactly where you are and just not click that button to advance to to champion. Uh, so you can stay wherever you like. Um, and and yeah, so that that I think covers the collection update. You know, people who had a minimum investment and a maximum reward are going to complain because their their rewards are being effectively cut. That's just life. Um, you know, so either you know, adapt to the current realities or not. Uh, so Rondon says, Discord voice is acting weird. Remember, if it goes down, you can listen on mspwaves.com, which is true. Swoop is saying, <laughs> I sound like him if he never did drugs and he went to college. I don't know about that, but uh, I sound like me. I know that. So Re Revives is already looking at, at Diamond League and saying 50 untamed packs is quite tempting. So yeah, winning 50 in Diamond is probably going to be easier than winning 100 in Champion. So, you know, there's that, and I'm sure other people will agree. Uh, now, the flip side is you get less uh, quest rewards and you get less season season rewards because you're in a lower league. So you got to weigh those different things and, uh, you know, and your subjective uh, expectation of, of what happens and, you know, Make make your best decisions. Uh, in fact, you know I might stay in Diamond myself uh, this this season because you know typically I'll get to Champion One, which is great, but I'm always ending up in like you know number one twenty or one fifty or something. I I never really really even get close to the top fifty, uh, and I don't I don't actually try because you know it's just I do my quest rewards and that's that's what it is. Everybody <laughs> says my season rewards are always crap. Yeah, mine were mine were total crap this uh, this past season. Uh, you could check that on the Monster Market, uh, you know, Zaku's uh, site, which is uh, has a nice little calculator. So, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, one of the things I like about getting uh, more more uh, quest rewards and season rewards is that with the potions, I now have a use for them because I've got a whole bunch of uh, dice sitting there uh, unopened because I don't have enough potions and I don't really want to buy the potions. So, <laughs> uh, So, speaking of that, Let's see where we are with dice, because we were pretty close. Uh, we're under a thousand to go. Boom. 957 dice left to unlock next character. Uh, so, you know, we're getting here much, much faster than I had than I had thought we would, because, you know, it's a lot of dark energy crystals to do this. You know, uh, 
if if each one is three thousand, you know, you figure guild discounts and all that, bulk and as well as promotional bulk discounts. Uh, call it uh, call it twenty five hundred uh, dark energy crystals. Uh, you know, still fifty thousand times times twenty five hundred is a lot. <laughs> Fifty thousand times twenty-five hundred. That's one hundred twenty-five million dark energy crystals that would need to be burned. And sure enough, uh, I spent the morning trying to figure out uh, the way to to look at the null account and and see how much dark energy crystals uh, have been done, have been have been burned. And let's see. And then this is the chart that I came up with. Let's close that. Copy and paste. So this is this is Dark Energy Crystal sent to null uh, on Hive Engine. And you can see that giant spike in in uh, on August 26th. That's when everything went live. Oh, cows in the audience. <laughs> Be right back buying Dark Energy Crystal. Yeah, because supply is getting getting de decimated, you know. So, you know, right now, let's see if I can find the spreadsheet for deck production. There we go. So right now we are in September 2020. And that means we should be producing about 850,000 dark energy crystals per day. And it's not over yet. It's, it's almost over. we got a thousand more dice to go. So we're, we're at 850,000 uh, daily production. So... You know, for for uh, you know the hundred and something million that's been burned. Let's let me add up all these numbers here. Uh, from eight twenty six. So from eight twenty six to now, one hundred and six million uh, dark energy crystals have been sent to null. And if we look at at DEC, will it show this on Leo Dex? I'm not sure. Uh, no. So let's go to Hive Engine. DEC. Uh, so you can see that the gap between supply and circulating is growing. So circulating is the total number that has been minted to date, and that includes daily production as well as burns. I know you can't see my spreadsheet. Ah, uh, <laughs> oh, man. Patient Zero is photoshopping me as, as Adrian Paul on Highlander. I'm okay with it, actually. Um, so <laughs> I used to be a big fan of Highlander. Uh, so the circulating supply is the total amount minted both through daily production and through, uh, card burns. And then the supply is what has not been burned yet. So you can see 471 million versus 645 million. And the net result of taking, su taking supply off the market of roughly, uh, let's see, what is it? 102 million... Uh, divided by 645 million. So, let's see what Banjo says. That's almost 16% of Dark Energy Crystal's supply has just evaporated and sent to null and locked up forever. And the result of that, you can see, is rising prices. So, uh, although, you know, the Leo Dex uh, view is, is much better. You can actually see see things better and it's got volume and depth and all that kind of stuff so I, I recommend you use leodex.io as opposed to Hive Engine uh, Trump's mother is in a cloud that's actually true <laughs> uh, 
you know, make sure make sure you buy your your Trump wins uh, tokens, Flowey, so that you can get in on the action. You might have already done that. I'm not sure. Let's check the rich list. Rich list, Trump wins. And is Flowey on there? Nope. At least not at the top. So, yeah, still room to <laughs> to get in there. Uh, so yeah, so the prices have been rising in in uh, in hive terms. <laughs> Cal says this was not a sponsored announcement. That is true. Uh, you must have missed my uh, my uh, shilling of of Rap Leo earlier. Uh, you know, I only bought, I I put in a hundred because you know I don't want to be profiting too much from my own game. So you know, I put a small a small position. Anyway, point is, so dark energy crystals have been rising in hive terms, but even if we look at it in in U.S. dollar terms, it's been it's been you know going upward. We're down a little bit today because you know hive has just cracked the bed <laughs> to, uh, to, today. I think we're down like six percent or something. Uh, price of hive is seventeen cents. Uh, down four oh, percent. We came back a little bit. And uh, we're seeing a lot of rotation into Bitcoin today, so that's that's part of that. So, um, you know, the future for for dark energy crystals is, is bright. I think um, you know it's not rapidly bright, but it is it is bright. You know, I I expect that over the course of the dice sales and with the lands pre-sale coming, you know, I'm going to assume Christmas time, then uh, you know we're going to see liquidity just vanish from dark energy crystal markets. So people will still be able to make more through uh, burning cards or through, uh, you know, questing and, and doing your daily battles and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, the marginal supply is going to decrease dramatically. And that means, generally speaking, higher prices. So I am bullish on the price of Dark Danger Crystals. I would not be surprised to see us back at the par value of one cent per thousand uh, coming by the end of the year. So... You know, right now we're at uh, uh, we're at what uh, just over half a cent per thousand, and <laughs> Nation Zero says my Highlander photo looks a bit like Seagal. I hope that's not offensive to people who identify as Stephen. Okay, <laughs> how much is land going to cost? Oh, well, we talked about that a couple weeks ago, but uh, let's see. Land is going to cost. Uh, so after the release, land is going to cost twenty dollars. Uh, per plot and you know they will redeem dark energy crystals at at that one dollar per thousand par value claims are going to cost ten dollars uh for a pre-sale so that's you don't know what plot you're going to get but you're just getting some kind of plot out there uh so that's half price and then if you buy a zone of a hundred plots you get a 15 percent discount whether it's pre-sale or after and if you buy a sector of a thousand plots uh you can have 25 percent discount uh with a pre-sale or after so Revised Sociology is asking if uh, buying land will burn Dark Energy Crystals too. Um, sort of. <laughs> yes and no. So that question was asked. And uh, so, you know, the land has, has, has many parts to it. One is the land itself. And then also there is the improvements on the land. So buildings and mines and, and all that kind of stuff. So the, the Dark Energy Crystals used to, to do buildings and, and other upgrades on the land will be burned. The dark energy crystals that are used to purchase the land are not uh, going to be burned directly. So uh, that is going to go into the coffers of the Splinterlands company. And uh, then, you know, they said they will probably burn some of it, but it's not, it's, they're definitely not committing to burning all of it. Uh, but, you know, the, the, uh, 
effectively, it will, a lot of it will be taken out of supply, um, but not permanently, just you know, stretched out over time. So zones and sectors and plots and claims. Yes, exactly. So one claim is one pre-sale of a plot. And then 100 claims or plots is one sector. 1,000 claims or plots is one zone. So, yeah, and like Paul p posted there, uh, that's, that's everything. So, you know, I'm saving up my 7.5 million dark energy crystals for one zone. Uh, I plan to do that when those become available. And, uh, you know, whether... So there was some question about, does it matter? Like if you buy 1,000 at one time or buy five here, 10 there... Uh, so dark so for a zone on a pre-sale it's going to be 7.5 million dark energy crystals um, and then after after launch it'll be 15 million so uh, I'm going to be putting in that 7.5 million so right now how much do I have I don't even know uh, let's see tokens dark energy crystal so oh, I've got 7 million dark energy crystals so I'll get there by by the end you know I make about uh, 500,000 uh, a season, something like that. Although that's going to change now. Um, th there's going to be 100,000 uh, plots, so there's going to be uh, 100 zones, that's right. At least in this in this initial expansion. And there will probably be more over time, but, you know, it'll be in stages. So, so yeah, uh, so Dark Energy Crystals are coming off are coming off the the market because people are burning them for dice and we're almost to the first airdrop and the first airdrop card was revealed it's a nice one uh so let's copy that it's a one mana life monster uh so you know one mana monsters are always great because they they fill in with those those spare, spare slots you have it's called the lens master and uh, let's, he's got a special understanding of light. In fact, he is the protector of ancient secrets whose significance even he underestimates. He can bend and manipulate rays of light to nearly any purpose. Luxano's weapons include mirrors, lenses, prisms, jewels, and gems, all of which he carries in a large satchel at his hip. In battle, the lens master hangs quietly back, making his opponents, making his powers useful by phasing through enemy shields and creating blinding illusions to confuse his opponents. The lens master longs for a son of his own to whom he can pass his va valuable knowledge, but he must first find a Chimian mate. Yeah, it doesn't look a whole lot like a monster, but uh, that's just kind of his his lore. So he's a legendary one mana monster, uh, similar to uh, Shinlo, and uh, so Flowey says all airdrops will be legendary one mana cards. This will make all legendary cards of dice scarce as each drop each can drop less often. Is that official? Because I I have not heard that. So last last AMA was uh, at nine o'clock at night on Friday, and I was not gonna do that so <laughs> i have not listened to it yet um and uh patient zero's shopping me into more movie posters which is great uh now i'm steven seagal on deadly ground i think that was the one with the alaskan uh oil something or other anyway uh lens master is a legendary monster he's got blind and shatter uh at at level four which is great so you know blind increases the chance of melee misses by 15 percent sounds like not a lot but it when you see it 
in action, it, it adds up quite a bit. Uh, oh, Starkers is here. Uh, so, <laughs> has to go. Good luck with the Splinter Wars, actually. Uh, and Shatter, of course, you know, sh you know one-shot Shatter's, um, uh, you know, shields. And, no, sorry, Shatter's armor. <laughs> Biz is always on me about that for confusing those two terms. Uh, Shatter's armor, so like in... Um, in like a weak magic match or in armored up match, you know those those kinds of abilities are are super helpful. And at uh, so he's always got one ranged attack. He's always got three speed, which is you know average. And uh, at max level, he has two health. So he's he's you know he's a utility player, uh, not not a DPS by any means, but uh, a very useful one if you are playing uh, you know the life splinter. And personally, Life Splendor is my weakest Splendor. A lot of times I'll just skip the quest entirely and, and go on to anything else because uh, it is my worst one. But, uh, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You know, with Chanceus, I'm, I'm playing it more uh, now that that is released. So uh, I'm hopeful to uh, maybe throw in Lensmaster here. So when Dice came out, I, I uh, spent, I don't know, like about, about a million Dark Energy Crystals and I had 550, uh, 550 uh, dice. Then they announced this airdrop, and, it's, and, and under the airdrop details, it said each Asmari dice pack purchase will provide a 0.666% chance of receiving the new Lensmaster card. This leads to an average of one card airdrop per 150 dice packs purchased. In addition, in response to player feedbacks, players will be guaranteed to receive at least one Lensmaster card for each 150 Asbury dice packs purchased. So I had 550, which is not divisible by, <laughs> by 150. So I actually went, in, went ahead and bought the extra 50 to round it up to 600. So I'll get at least four, um, uh, at least four Lensmasters, and it might be higher if I have especially good luck. I never do, but I might. <laughs> and uh, if I was pointing to the first paragraph... Uh, da, da, da. first paragraph of Asmari Dice set was released two weeks ago and so far over 100 million Dark Angel Crystals have been burned in buying the packs that's nearly 20% of the total Dark Angel Crystal supply and circulation on top of that uh, blah 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 uh, ah here we go the third paragraph so uh, there will be five Asmari Dice card airdrops in total one after each subsequent set of 50,000 are sold the airdrop cards are planned to be all one mana cost legendary rarity monsters for each of the five basic splendors. The first of which is re revealed below. Huh. I uh, I had no idea. That's but that's pretty handy. And Jarvie is up at six point eight million dark energy crystals. So you're close. You almost have enough to, to buy his own. Um, and uh, and yeah. So also you know as always there's a there's two percent chance that your airdrop card will turn to gold gold foil. And uh, they threw in, I think, what is a, uh, <laughs> a, uh, maybe an affiliate link to money uh, for to buy some actual gold jewelry. You know, I actually bought some some gold jewelry from there for my wife, and uh, you know, she loves it. We got a little initials for my kids on a, just on my chain, and apparently it's doubled in value since I bought it. So that's handy. So airdrop will occur shortly after the first fifty thousand Asbury dice. Are sold, and after the airdrop, the Lensmaster card will be available to be found in Asmarine dice packs as normal going forward. And let's see if we any have been sold in the past couple of minutes. Nine fifty-seven to go, and that's ah, still nine fifty-seven. 
All right. So Jarvie is realizing that uh, one zone is $7,500. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. If it uh, if Dark Energy Crystals goes that high. So uh, will it? Eh, I think so over time, uh, be just because so much supply is going to be taken off the market. So liquidity on the supply side will reduce, which means equilibrium price will increase given uh, a constant demand. And I think demand will not be constant. I think demand will be increasing as people see uh, all the things that are coming out. So that's just, you know, my personal opinion, not financial advice. I used to be a financial advisor, but I'm not your financial advisor. So that's <laughs> that's the important part. Uh, so, yeah, so we got uh, we got the new login methods. We got Wombat and Minimask. We have the collection powers. We got the dice airdrop, which is going to happen probably tomorrow, maybe today. It's a little bit late in the day uh, at this point, but probably tomorrow. And uh, we will see how that all shakes out. And everybody will be posting their their pictures of how much how many airdrops they got. And Paul says in the AMA, Agra mentioned that the phase two changes is saving the game about one million dark energy crystals per day in rewards no longer being leached. I thought that was cool, and it will even be, be even more with phase three, right? So you know this this is one of those things. Um, uh, you know, so is it bad? that people earn rewards and then sell them. It's like, well, the entire point of Splinterlands is that you own your own assets, right? So you own your cards, you own your Dark Energy Crystals, uh, you're going to be owning your items and your spells. Uh, so, you know, I don't see it as necessarily a bad thing. I mean, obviously, if the, if the desire or the supply of Dark Energy Crystals being sold outweighs the demand, then prices drop, and that's what's been happening. So I, I don't think it's a fair characterization on Aggro's part to say that you know those rewards are being leached, they're they're just being paid according to, uh, you know, the rules of the game. So, I, you know, I just you know, I, I I used to see the same thing you know with Steam or with Hive. It's like oh, people are taking their their rewards, you know, their Hive and their Steam and selling it. It's like well, yeah, it's it's supposed to be used as an asset. So I don't see that as a bad thing. Uh, <laughs> Jarvis asking, have you ever talked about bids being out and now including multi-BCX bids? That's quite a leading question there, Jarvis. Uh, no, I haven't, but uh, I should. So if you go to Peak Monsters uh, and <laughs> you go to the market, you have this little, uh, you have this little box up here for bids. So you can do a rarity bid. And the new thing is that, uh, you know, so for a while after the transition to Hive, this whole system was missing. And the uh, bids came back uh, a couple weeks ago. And now they're doing multi-BCX bids. And <laughs> I've talked about bids before, just not the multi-BCX stuff. Uh, so, you know, now you can bid on, on cards of different combinations rather than just single uh, level zero cards, which is which is handy. So you know, I have a whole bunch of bids set up uh, for all the different varied, uh, rarity levels. Uh, I haven't gotten hit on any of them, and uh, but you know, if if prices fall enough, then then they will be there. Uh, so why does why does my bid not show up here? Let's see, by Ceratrops, Untamed Regular. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on there, but uh, I have a whole bunch of bids set up. So, <laughs> yeah, Jarvie and I did a, did a, did several episodes together, uh, but you know, 
Uh, you're more than, you're always more than welcome to come co-host. Uh, <laughs> now I'm photoshopped onto Rocky. That's Scary Cat saying I have some training to do for that poster. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while since I've done any weightlifting and stuff, so need to get back into it at some point. Uh, and that's Scaredy Cat. His show is up next on the Scaredy Cat Investment Show, where he talks about crypto and plays a lot of Rush, <laughs> things like that. Uh, so give him a coin or a stock or whatever, he'll chart it for you, show you support levels, resistance levels, possible uh, market outcomes and all that jazz. So it's a good time. <laughs> People like money, yo. That is true. Uh, so, so yeah, so, so to recap, uh, we've got collection power, which means that leagues are going to be more difficult because there's going to be less, uh, less account inflation and the rewards at each, at each league level will intensify competition. And, uh, now we have the dice airdrop coming out. And a hundred plus million uh, Dark Energy results has come off the market. Uh, so, you know, that puts an upward pressure on the price of Dark Energy crystals. So each individual battle that you have uh, will be worth more. Uh, and, you know, for, for battle Dark Energy crystals, as well as season rewards, as well as quest rewards. And we've got the lands coming out in, you know, a few months. That'll, that'll soak up a large amount of Dark Energy crystals. And, you know, so a lot of stuff is happening. I'm, I'm very bullish on the whole thing. We've got, you know, Wombat bringing in new users. We've got uh, some, you know, Agrid's been dropping hints in the Discord about, you know, big uh, big deals in the pipeline for, for Splinterlands as far as getting, uh, you know, additional partnerships and things like that. And, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm very optimistic. Uh, one, one of the most fun things that happened recently was, uh, you know, Gerber has started doing tournaments for, um, you know, for D-City players. So if you're in D-City and you have, I think it's a stadium, uh, then you earn uh, entry tokens each day. And then you can use those entry tokens to, uh, to then enter a Splinterlands tournament. And he's done the most creative thing I've seen so far, where... Uh, so, you know, there's the normal, the normal schedule of rewards, but then he has like bonus multipliers. So like this most recent one was that however many matches you used a rusty Android in, you got a multiple of your final placement earnings. So if you were at the thousand dark energy crystal level and you used rusty Android four times, instead of a thousand dark energy crystals as your tournament rewards, you got 4,000, <laughs> which is actually super fun. Um, and he posted the results in the in the Maverick Maverick's house uh, chat, and uh, I think Yasek was the one who won, and I forget how many times he used it, like two or three times. So he got a he got a nice little multiple on his uh, on his uh, tournament winnings, which is which is super fun. Uh, you know, people have been asking me about NASCAR, and yes, NASCAR will return. I just have to set up the tournaments, and it's just you know. Work's been crazy, so I haven't really had time to uh, to focus on that. It does take me a bit of time to get that all set up for virtually no profit. So, <laughs> uh, so Byzantinist is saying the the problem with the tournament is too many players didn't submit a team or fled, so a lot of us couldn't use Rusty Android because our opponent never showed up. Them's the breaks. Uh, so you know, you know, Splinterlands obviously puts on a whole lot of tournaments, uh, the, the vast majority, and you know they recirculate rewards uh that way 
but you know there are there are other organizations other other people who set up the occasional tournament and i think those are the ones you should really look out for to make more successful because you know Splinterlands is going to keep making their tournaments regardless of of what people do basically uh but the but the people making private tournaments or or non non-corporate sponsored tournaments are the ones who have to have to put a lot more you know out of the normal effort into it so i recommend uh uh checking checking all those kinds of tournaments out and uh patient zero is just he just tries to try to throw neil off however i can that's super sweet <laughs> but you will not derail this train we're going to the conclusion because it is actually uh it is 457 and five seconds six seconds seven seconds because uh you know we're coming up on the end of the hour here uh so you know the point is of all that buy your cards buy some dark engine crystals and sit back and enjoy your profits because <laughs> i think things are going up oh we're down to 951 dice so i i expect us to get our airdrop either tomorrow or the day after uh just <laughs> it's gonna finish regardless ah you're terrible terrible anyway uh so that is about it for me oh there is one last thing i wanted to check Every time I think I'm about done, there's like one more thing. So uh, on on HiveData.space, which is Rafalski's uh, statistics site, I wanted to look at the users uh, because of see that little bump at at the very right hand side that uh, all real players is up is at a new record high. I think let's see, six thousand ninety-eight, six thousand eighty. So yeah, that is a new record high. And I think a good chunk of that is from the the Wombat users coming online and joining the game and actually starting to play a little bit. So I'm I'm optimistic. Uh, you know, the at the end of the day, prices will rise if if users come. And uh, you know, as somebody who holds a whole ton of Splinterlands cards, I that's that's definitely what I want to see. So I'll just do one last image. I like to do an update of my collection uh, amount, just because you know it's a um, it's a good proxy for the market overall. Because I'm number one whale aside from Agrid. Let's see if this is actually complete by the time the show's over. There we go. We got 62 on market prices, so that got to a low of about 52 uh, at the very low end of uh, you know the dumps by the whales, but. Uh, you know we're rebounding, and I think the the project the trajectory is going to be upward from here. So that is it for me, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>